record on this computer. Fantastic. So welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club uh, week 12. So today we're going to be talking about your appetite. I wanted to start this with one of the, the uh, thoughts from our philosophy and that is this thought that I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. And this is was one of the thoughts for the day in the week, previous week. And Lindsay, I love that you posted this. So Lindsay had um, said, I struggle with this principle, to be honest, um, in both saying slash believing it and understanding what it relates to. Um, do we unpack it in the coming weeks or have I missed the training on it? Which So first of all, Lindsay, amazing for sharing in the group with something doesn't gel or you're like, hang on, what is this about? <laughs> like, I mean, always good to, to share and let me know. Um, and in terms of like this thought, this belief that I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it, this is something that I got from actually from my marriage coach, but it's a thought that I've found really helpful whenever I've been in any coaching um, container, any co coaching group, or actually when I, I have it when I'm doing one-on-one, -on -one, got a one. -on I'm working with a one-on-one -on -one coach at the moment as well, uh, who's help, helping with, with some subconscious beliefs and some mindset stuff, and it's just a really the the whole point of it is that. So oftentimes when we go into like a change, a situation where we want to change something about ourselves, it doesn't actually pretty much, it's rarely do you just turn up and then everything's amazing and it feels really good. And it's like all easy. Like usually there's some times where it feels hard and it feels, oh, hang on, I'm not getting this. And so I find this help, thought really helpful because oftentimes like when we are getting coached, we like if we approach it from oh I don't like I'm not getting what I need this isn't working for me like if we're thinking those types of thoughts then we're not actually we're closing ourselves off from the lessons we're closing ourselves off from the things that we actually do need like the thing the and the shifts that we do need to make in order to get the change that we're seeking whereas so if you go into something with that thought of oh it's not going to work for me that makes it really hard for it to work for you because remember from like our um our like mindset work that tea our thoughts create our emotions and that drives our results so if we that drives our actions and that drives our results so if we're thinking this isn't going to work for me we'll start looking for all the evidence that it's not going to work for me so the antidote to that <laughs> is to this thought that i'm going to get what i need when i need it and if you and it just think when I when you think that like I'm going getting what I need when I need it, then it takes a lot. Like it, you just feel a lot more calm. You feel a lot more like not necessarily super positive, but you feel in a more neutral place. So that then you are receptive to the lessons that you and you are receptive. And so by thinking I'm getting what I need when I need it, you're actually. Um, feeling more open and receptive and then that means you, you will actually pick up on the thing lessons that you need when you need them and so it actually will cre create you getting the change that you want so that's why I've included it in the um, in the philosophy because it just puts you in this more receptive mindset to be open to receiving the um, 
the lessons. And the second part that can be helpful with this is, and I don't need to know that how that's true. And because sometimes we get coaching and it doesn't feel great in the moment as I'll share that happened to Micah recently. And that's like, but often like, so yeah, like by just having saying at the end of it, I don't need to know how that's true. And just having that belief that, yeah, I'm going to get what I need. And it doesn't have to like, because then it, it doesn't have to make perfect sense in the moment. But oftentimes like that'll happen too with coaching. It's like it doesn't feel that great in the moment or you, you can't see exactly how it's, this applies to you in the moment. But in like when it sits with you for a bit and you process it for a bit, then in hindsight you'll be like, oh, yeah, that was what I needed in that moment. So, um, yeah, so that's that's the, the long answer to, to why we include that one in the philosophy. So, um, Lindsay, does that make sense? Is that how? Do, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it was actually the second part. Hearing you split it out like that, it was the second part that was like, I can't say that. Oh, like I don't that. need to know how that's true. Part? No, I do need to know. I need to. Understand. <laughs> right, 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 right sort of like no I do need to know unless it makes sense then it, it won't happen and so actually I just opened up curiosity to the challenge in that and thought what would it be like to not have to know mm. oh yeah and also that control of the knowledge that what would that be like for me because that's quite alien territory for me but is it really, Lindsay, because there's, I bet you there's heaps of things in the world that you, like tools that you use and things that you, um, that you, that you, like that are helpful in your life that you don't actually understand exactly how they work. So, yeah, for example, airplane, yeah, yes, like yeah. That, <laughs> what's going on in health. your computer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm clueless, absolutely clueless. But in mental health and self, mental health and self help, I think that's it. I've always wanted to understand it cerebrally first. So right. I do need to access that part of me that can get into a car and accept I haven't got a clue about electronics or engines. And happily just accept it works so thank you that's helpful that i yeah there's areas of my life but the stuff that normally applies to self-growth and development and um yeah cognitive stuff i'm normally really quite convinced about how it works before i then try and have a go at it yeah right 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 but it but there are but you're open to actually maybe sometimes I don't actually need to know how it works first like well, I am now I am now yeah okay <laughs> okay <laughs> okay you've come over to the dark side Lindsay amazing okay so that that does that feel okay for you to yeah. be just actually let's just experiment and play and yeah just not have to completely like yeah have all our ducks lined up before we just see how it goes yeah. playing with it was good yeah thank you thanks. yeah awesome awesome no thanks for posting that it was it was good okay I'm glad we got to let, get to coach on that um okay and the other thing I wanted to start with this week is long introduction this week is uh, just a reminder to everyone that when you, we're going through this like because we're up to week 12 now and if things are feeling hard but you're not and like that's okay like if it feels like like I'm not kicking goals I'm not where I want to be like that's just a sign that it's oh yeah okay like you're in a coaching group that's just a sign that you need to reach out for coaching and I know that sometimes you can 
not know exactly what the problem is. Like it's like, oh, I don't even know if I can articulate what's not, what doesn't feel right. And that's okay as well. Like you don't have to figure it out on your own. Like there's been times where I've, that's been me. I'd be like, oh, this doesn't, is this not, it's working, not really working, but I don't really know what's, what the problem is. And that's where like coaching is really helpful because you just turn up and go, okay. And then it's my job as a coach to help unpack it and help like pinpoint and diagnose and find like help you steer you in the right direction so don't feel like you need to be super articulate to raise your hand and ask for coaching and yeah so either you can raise your hand here in one of the live calls you can post in the group in the coaching section if you're feeling like oh I just need help and I'm not sure what it is (laughs) or you can also message me there's a one-on-one messaging option as well in circles so um there's there's like a little message bubble in the top if you're on the computer in top right hand corner in circle and then on the app in the bottom right hand corner so yeah there's three different ways you can contact me and let me know and please do because if you remember as i said at the beginning like that was one of the two things i expect from you guys uh one to post a tiny win or a lesson in the group each way week and the other thing was to when you feel like things aren't working or if you feel like something's not right that you reach out for coaching because I am an amazing coach. It says on the wall here, I'm the best health coach in the world. <laughs> uh, however, like if I don't know that something that like you're struggling, I'm going to assume that you're like kicking goals and that things are working well for you. So just a reminder that if they're not, if that's not the case, if you do need some extra help or if it does feel tricky, then yeah, like I need you to let me know. Okay, so let's go to our naturally healthy club philosophy. So I am becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush, particularly a good one to remember this week for those of you that are celebrating Thanksgiving or you've got it when you've got a you know, big feast coming up just to slow it down. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. Just that bringing that acceptance into our experience, with our relationship with this scale. How do I want this to go? A question that we can ask ourselves so many times. I definitely ask myself that at least like twice, three times a day. <laughs> um, next one is overeating isn't worth it. There will be plenty of amazing food in my future. A good one to, or even I, plenty of amazing food tomorrow <laughs> or plenty of amazing food later. Uh, just a reminder for when you are in that feasting situation that yes, there will be good food. It's not the it won't be the last delicious food you ever have. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods, and we prioritize protein. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. So that's a big one to remember. We haven't really gone into depth on the whole like fear of failure thing. Um, But yeah, just regardless of what happens this week for uh, those of you that are celebrating Thanksgiving, like you're not going to fail because you're either going to feel good about what your choice is or there'll be something there for you to learn. So it's really like there's not like nothing to be, there's no failing to be had. And then the last one is I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so, and then our naturally healthy club process. So remember, we're on a treasure hunt to find your own version of, of 
of this process, of your own version of what exactly it looks like for you to be that naturally healthy person. So there's four parts to our process. So L is for listening to our tummies and or our bodies. And the key thought that goes with that is it isn't worth it or overeating isn't worth it. And the habit that goes with that is this listening to our bodies and just pausing and checking in with physically, how does my tummy feel right now? And so, and the um, and we're actually doing a challenge at the moment, the tummy challenge to dial in that skill. And then the, there are a couple of other habits that can go along with this listening to our bodies, and we're going to be covering those in the in the com- coming weeks. But this one of just pausing and checking in and feeling like how does my tummy actually feel is really like that's that's the the big one for that then we have i for making intentional choices and the thought there is how do i want this to go and you can be using that when you're thinking about your whole day you can be using that when you're thinking about a particular meal you can be using that in the moment you can be using that when you've you've already started overeating or grazing on something and then you're like oh i didn't really want this like okay how do i want this to go now and the habit that goes with at making intentional choices is our daily practice and actually some people shout out to the people um judith and um tracy i think and someone else had posted in the group that they've finished their daily practice challenge so just a reminder that when you do finish that challenge to post in the group and let me know so that um because there's a prize for everyone who finishes the challenge and judith got an extra prize because she was the first one to post um so yeah Make sure you post in the group so that Caroline knows to send you a prize your way. Um, But yeah, so it's like having that daily practice every, like where you're just setting that intention for the day of how do I want my day to go is huge. And that's one thing that, um, you know, people who've been through the program that like, that are in that place where they're naturally healthy, like everyone that everyone says that it makes a difference like their day goes so much better when they take that time to set the intention for the day so that's something that I recommend like continuing on um, for life the next one is and a part of our process is tracking and that's weighing ourselves every day and the thought that goes along with that is yes I weigh whatever I weigh and it's okay and just bringing that curiosity and into our relationship with the scale and and also that like that's such an opportunity for self-acceptance as well of like yeah this is where I'm at and like to make make that peace with that whatever the number is and also loving ourselves wherever whatever that number is and also being open to learning like okay what can I learn from this and then the last one is e for enjoyment and the thought that goes along with that is there's no rush and the habit that goes along with that is just this putting our cutlery down. So this is where we started at the very beginning. And this is still something that we want to keep working on. And like, because we all have that tendency to, we're busy and we're rushing. And just, so coming back to this, this, this one of like putting our cutlery down, savoring the food, enjoying the food, like taking our time with it where we can, um, is really key. Okay. So today we are going to be, um, so we've got a few, two actually posted the week this week prizes again, um, and then we, we'll recap last week's lesson quickly, and then we're going. To, I want to talk about your appetite and just 
um, this is a, a really fun lesson to just get a better understanding on our appetites because it's something that that as you know diet culture really like just suppresses <laughs> just like it's like you don't we like no like you know this is what we're tamping down it's like no you should be eating this this much food so we're going to just go exploring and just help you open up your mind to like oh what are all the, all the things that do impact our appetites and just give you some better understanding around that and then we're going to do a plan for thanksgiving or and for those of you that aren't celebrating thanksgiving we will do a plan for like what whatever you know next big function that you've got coming up um so that you go into it feeling good and intentional and uh you know, that you're ready to kick goals and yeah feel feel good about about enjoying it like finding that balance where you're enjoying it and feeling good about what about your choices okay and that's yeah we'll open up for coaching at the end there so in terms of, oh yeah, post of the week prize. So T Tracy, for she said, I finally completed the daily practice challenge. So celebrating Tracy for that. And then um, Micah had also posted one and it was, which was really good that I wanted to share with the group. And it said, just start dot, 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 and make it easy. Uh, and she said, I haven't posted in a while. So two wins slash learnings. One, I hadn't done any work on setting in daily intentions. For some reason, hearing that there was a challenge and that it was for a fixed time, 14 days, made it feel easier. Before I um, got too wrapped up in the process, I did the simplest thing I could. I got a yellow legal pad, set it on my kitchen island where I see it every morning and evening and just wrote down what I intended to eat that day. I checked in at the end of the day to see if it met, if I met my intentions or how I changed them as the day progressed based on what came up. I'm some number of days, 10 maybe in and have found it more helpful than I thought and very simple. Uh, I was tempted to get caught up in finding the perfect notebook or the app or um, considering all the things I could write down, but in the, the best option is the one that you will do. <laughs> Um, this meets the standard. It's there, I see it, and I do it without a big shout, um, uh, with a big shout out to putting visible, visible, visible reminders in our lives, the habits that are we, are we are working on to create. So love that Micah did that, like just went, okay, I could be like researching, but I'm just going to do what's the easiest thing I can do. How can I make this really easy for myself, which is such a good question. And I love it. Like that idea of just having a leg, like a notebook or a legal pad in the kitchen where she's going to see it in the morning and the evening, like such a simple way to, um, yeah, to, to have that daily practice. And I also love that Micah just um, like kept it really simple, simple on like, she's just going to write down like what her intention is, like, what am I planning to eat for today? And then she's checking in with it in the evening, like, and seeing how it, how it, how it varied. Like that is like, so, so good for, for, like being naturally healthy for being an, an intentional person so there's any of you out there that are like oh my daily practice isn't really working or i keep forgetting like whatever get yourself a, doesn't have to be a yellow legal pad but get yourself a big old notebook put it in your kitchen where you're going to see it every day and just start there and like that that will change everything so celebrating my micah for that and then the second part that she said is I did a coaching call with Jules a couple of weeks ago because I was feeling just overwhelmed and stuck. It seemed like I would never find a way to be consistent with so many different things. I was sad when we were done with the call because I wasn't feeling much hope. The next morning I realized I could use the tools I've used before in 
um, any other part of my life. When overwhelmed, I just write or type down all the things in my brain that need to be done. When I get out, get it out of my brain onto virtual paper, it never seems as big or overwhelming. I think this is it, um, it is because there is a clear number of things versus the endless chasing swirl of connected things that sometimes happens in my brain. So now I can just see that there are less than 10 habits I need to build to create the eating patterns I want. Um, so yeah, really celebrating Micah for doing that as well. And also, first of all, for reaching out for coaching and also like just noticing that after she got coaching, it didn't necessarily feel that great. And sometimes that happens and it sucks, but that's okay too. Uh, like that's definitely happened to me. And also like for everyone, like when we're feeling overwhelmed, just that simple thing of opening up a note on your computer or just grabbing like a piece of paper and writing it down, like what's on my mind and just letting it's my coach um, Brooke calls it like doing a thought download, just getting it all out onto paper is so helpful for helping to process and to, to cut, cut through the overwhelm because when it's in our heads, it does seem like this endless big thing, but when it's out on paper, it's like, oh, okay, there's 10 things actually, or there's five things, or sometimes it's like, it's actually, there's only two things, but it's, it always feels more manageable when we get it out of our head. So that's a really great tip to share with everyone. When you are feeling in that overwhelm phase, phase, then just getting it out can be really helpful. Or you can like just write it in circle. I posted in, in, in circle if you want. Um, lots of people have done that. They've started asking for coaching. And then as they've gone through, they've gone, oh, actually. And like by the end of it, they've kind of coached themselves. Um, so yeah, that can be a thing. So yeah, celebrating Micah for that. And also then she said, a second piece of this is um, I'd been blocked for weeks. I asked for help, which is hard for me. It didn't necessarily feel like the help was useful when I did it, but it did unblock me for the next the next day. The subconscious mind is a fascinating place, apparently. And something sometimes doing something different, anything different, can help us get unstuck and move forward. So thank you, Micah, for sharing that wisdom with the group. Like that is so, so powerful. So yeah, like um the the subconscious mind is a fan is a fascinating place and just this but it just some evidence that like even if it doesn't feel like it at the moment and you, that we are get, getting what we need when we need it. So some yeah, great words of wisdom from Micah there. Okay, so let's recap last week. Last week we spoke about your naturally healthy self-concept, which is just this, your self-concept is like how you see yourself, the type of person that you see yourself as and that we act in consistency with with how we see ourselves so if we see ourselves as someone who struggles with food and struggles with our weight then we will keep creating that struggle in our lives and so part of going becoming this naturally healthy person is actually changing our self-concept as well so yes we're changing our habits yes we're changing you know what we're actually putting in our mouths but we're also changing how we see ourselves and so in order to do that we did um there was a visualization exercise and we also did a writing exercise um to help just open you up to um like getting curious and exploring what what you, the naturally healthy version of you looks like. So if you haven't done those, um, I actually posted the visualization exercise as a 
standalone video. So that's in the resources section in Circle and the writing exercise, the prompts for that are in with the replay from that last week's call, so week 11 call. So if you haven't done those exercises, I really encourage you to do them at some point because um, and, and also to come back to them as well. Like um, that's something that I like to do. Like when I'm uh, changing anything about myself, the more I often like will just on a Sunday, like I'll just write you know, about who, about just journal about, like think, like write about this person who I want to become, like what's it going to be like when I'm there and just get like, just play around with it. Uh, so yeah, you, that, you're welcome to go back and do that exercise anytime, or if you haven't done it, highly recommend it. And we do like that two, those two different forms, like the visualization, because some people are good, better at like mentally visualizing. And then some people are better, like the written word is, um, is more helpful. And, but for most of us, both are beneficial. So it's kind of attacking it from two angles. And then we also last week, um, got, I got you to choose like your new identity, like choose that one sentence that that um, encapsulates your new self-concept and add that to your belief plan. So add that to your daily practice. So you're writing it down every day. And so for most of us, it's probably just, you know, I'm naturally healthy or, but, but if that doesn't resonate, it could be, you know, I'm an intentional food lover or I'm an intuitive eater, or I have a healthy relationship with food or I stay at my ideal weight with ease and joy, like any of those or anything that it doesn't matter really what it is, as long as it feels, it resonates with you, like this is the type of person I want to become um, and that you're writing that down every day. So, and if it doesn't feel like, if you can't say I am naturally healthy or I am an intuitive eater, if that doesn't feel believable, what we want to do is soften it a bit and give you a ladder, a ladder, a ladder thought of, it's possible for me to be naturally healthy or I am becoming naturally healthy or, um, you know, it's, I'm learning too. So it's just something that's, that does feel believable now, but also that is uh, directing you to where you want to go. Um, and yeah, the, what you want to do with that then is like, think that thought as much as possible. So yeah, write it, have it in your daily practice that you write it, write it every day, or maybe you've got it. Like I do the, I have, thoughts that I'm working on about myself that I write in my daily practice. I also write them at bedtime. I've got a notebook by my bed just before I'm going to bed. I write down my goals and my beliefs about myself there. There's like four I'm working on at the moment. And then, but I also like, I'll have it on a post-it in my bathroom <laughs> mirror. Like um, I sometimes I have, I don't at the moment have any reminders on my phone, but sometimes I'll have reminders on my phone or sometimes I actually put a post-it on my phone if it's a belief that I want to work on so you actually see the physical post-it every time I pick up the back of my on the back of my phone um so there's so many ways that you can do this but the more you're thinking those thoughts around rather than thinking I struggle with food the more you're thinking I am naturally healthy or I have a great relationship with food the like the sooner you'll become that person and then you will act in consistency with it and then it will feel e like it just feels easier and easier to act in consistency with who you want to be so that was last week's lesson. Did anyone have any, like, is everyone, how's everyone feeling about, did anyone have any thoughts or any um, questions or struggles with, like, is everyone clear on who they're, who they're becoming, who they want to be? Like what that, what that sentence is for, for you? Yeah. Or does anyone need help with it? We can always like workshop ideas here. Give me some nods. It's got nothing.
yeah I'm going to assume that the silence means I know who I want to become like I don't, I've got a clear sentence that that encapsulates it great thank you Jen I appreciate the thumbs up or is there someone that's like no I'm not really sure like tell me unmute yourself post in the chat come on or if you're listening to the replay and you're like no I'm not really sure who what it is then let me know like post in the group ask for coaching okay we'll move on so next part is um tiny wins and um and all lessons so yay mel's mel are you unmuting yourself <laughs> are you typing <laughs> No, 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 she says. Someone, someone, okay, someone must have a tiny win. Okay, you're here. Let's see. Tough crowd today. You can type in the chat. Um, I don't yes. have a... Oh, okay. Yeah, Judith, Judith, go first and then who is... And... I, yeah, I don't have a, a tiny win. Sorry, I have to change the view. But um, I do have a question about the daily practice. Oh, great, how, great. How, how am I supposed to cope when I write my intentions down in the morning, but in the evening I haven't kind of carried them out? Okay, brilliant <laughs> question, Judith. <laughs> An everyday situation. <laughs> um. That's exactly. not just with food, with all my intentions. Intentions, yeah, yeah. So that there's two. First of all, like that's an opportunity to be compassionate with yourself, and also like the point of and this is this is a really great question. So the point of setting your intentions for the day isn't to like match it perfectly. Like it isn't like it isn't because that that rarely happens because you know you set an intention but things come up like. And but the fact the benefit that you get from setting intentions is that you're thinking it through, is that you're giving yourself an opportunity to um to kind of to navigate obstacles and to to have this like it like you get benefits from planning. And there's some really great quotes around planning from like Winston Churchill and people like that, like and uh Roosevelt as well, where like generals so if you think about setting intention is like having and having a plan is like someone going into battle right so if you're Winston Churchill and you're going into battle and you have no plan at all you're going to get decimated right like you like if you're a general going into battle and you have no intention like no plan of how you want it to go what's generally going to happen is that you're going to get slaughtered <laughs> but whereas if you like if you go into battle with a plan you've thought things through and you have you have some you have some structure to begin with for the battle and so it's the same with us in our, our how we wanted our day to go in terms of food and then of course you get into the battle and like it's very rare that you would actually stick to the plan but having like going through the process of planning has enabled you to be more resilient and to be able to navigate that battle in the best way that you can so it's like it's plans are like there's a woods churchill quote like plans are of little importance but planning is essential so it's the actually taking the time to think through your day and think and set that intention for the day 
that is is where you get the benefits. It's not necessarily from sticking to the the intent the plan a hundred percent. Is so like yes, that can be great if you did stick to your your intention, and there might be some days where that happens. But even if it do, you don't, then it doesn't matter. And so I very rarely go back and and look at like the sometimes I look at my what my because I set my intentions in the morning. I sometimes go back and look at it. Like at lunch yesterday, I was like, I was like, what did I say I was going to have for lunch today? And I was like, oh yeah, okay. I'll do, and I looked just because I wanted to, didn't want to have to think about it again. Um, but so I don't, but I, so yeah, I don't go back and look at my, the intentions often because I just know that I've got the benefit from doing it just by setting them. And so, um, so that's, that like, so you get benefit from setting it. But then also if you're getting to the end of the day and what you're like what actually happened looks absolutely nothing like what your intentions were, then maybe it's time to like think about your intentions in a different way and like set intentions that are more realistic that are going to be more in line with what's actually going to happen. So if you're currently like yeah, if you've got a habit of snacking after dinner and you're currently eating like, you know, heaps of food just before bed and you set the intention of like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to snack after dinner, then and then every day you're like you're still snacking after dinner, still snacking after dinner, that's just a like you and there's this big gap there. You can, That's just a good opportunity to go, oh, okay, well, there's something not in alignment here and just from a curious place go, oh, okay, well, maybe – do I need to like intentionally, like, do I really need this snack? Maybe I do need to set it, like to actually have that as part of my plan. Or maybe you dial it back and go, actually, you know, maybe it's like, actually, I really need to have something sweet after dinner. Like that would feel really good to me, but it, it's going to open that up to, to find like where, where, where are the gaps? And it's like, do I need to be tough? Like, do I need to coach myself more in the moment or do I need to set, a, a different intention and just like over time you'll you'll get to where it matches more closely but it's never going to be like totally always lining up so what are your thoughts Judith no I mean I I like the idea that I'm not responsible for my actions so that that they that I don't have to you know um yeah okay no, I yeah, I like it. it's like so it's an opportunity to be kinder kinder to yourself so yeah yeah but it's like it's it's also it's like you don't want to be like completely oh, I just set these intentions and they mean nothing like you want it to be realistic and you want it to be like this is where I want like this is how I want the day to go and if it doesn't go completely like this it's okay but also okay well what can I learn and what do I want to do differently tomorrow based on what happened today okay thank you yeah does that feel like good like yeah mm -hmm. you, but also like just by setting an intention that means because if we're going to be intentional about food we need to set an intention <laughs> so so we're getting that benefit from setting the intentions yeah great question i'm so glad you asked that judith okay we've got some people posting in the chat this is great um Okay, Lindsay's saying my when was asking about that belief mantra earlier. Yes, 
Leslie said tiny wins, schedule Pilates several times this week with husband and hoping this will be a grounding exercise with accountability. Feels like a little domino um, issue related to this is um, I picked intentions down as my domino and still struggling to do this. Okay, so dominoes are like uh, like like core habits that are like that are because um, we haven't talked about in this group. Leslie's part of the um, the graduates group. So dominoes. When I, we talk about dominoes, it's just like these these are like the the core habits or the core things that we're doing that set us up, but that make it everything else easy. And so, um, Leslie, did you want to coach on writing in, intentions down if you're struggling to do that? Um, Hi there. Hey, Leslie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just constantly don't write down my intentions. And I know in every fiber that that's something that would be helpful to me. And I just don't do it. And I'm just not making time for it. Or it's not happening. My mornings get busy. And that's where I want to do it. And I just keep on. And I think it's one of those things that would really tether me to the rest of being more intentional and it's with food it's with everything i just think it's a good life practice that keeps i keep on not getting it done so i just wondered again yeah. i think just need help with that i can't i can't seem to land it so have there been any times where it has where you have you have had maybe that for short yeah. short times you know maybe for a week Maybe for even, um, I've done sometimes, I tried it on, um, on like a, on an app. Really, I mean, I've just, I think I just started watering it down and making it so quick that it was sort of meaningless. So I sort of tend to make it very difficult or ignore it kind of, or kind of just say, yeah, be good today. Bye. I mean, like literally meaningless, <laughs> you know, like you can do it. Good. Bye. I mean, like, I really am not being, you know, I'm not taking time to be really thoughtful during that time. And I need something to anchor me to that. Right. 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 So is it that, so is it, do you think it's the, the time of day that you're trying to, that you're trying to do Leslie I mean, I have it bedside, so I could try it in the morning or in the evening. And the evening seems to be worse as far yeah. as keeping myself on that kind of track. Yeah, because you're tired. So I think mm -hmm. like for exactly. most people, like, and you, want to just, you just want to go to sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So maybe, mm -hmm. like, maybe it's like, and maybe bedroom isn't the right location for it. So I'm wondering if you like, like what habits do you have in the morning, like in the kitchen? Like Right. I've tried the kitchen. I've tried the bathroom. I've tried to put it places. I like it in the bedroom because I think it's private. So I think okay, it's private. Okay, yeah. Thing. Yeah. So um I like the privacy of that, but I still just can't seem to make it happen. And it seems so simple. Like I like the first person who talked about um just putting down a pad and just writing on it. And I just, you know, that simple enough, you know, and I just have tried everything. I've made it 
it has to be on a notebook. I, it has to be, I had a notebook. Then I had like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's just like any notebook. Like I had three notebooks. So it didn't matter where it was. I don't care where it is. I don't, like in my head, I don't care. I, like have one in the car, have one in the kitchen, have one at, like just right, sit, sit down, right. I just keep on missing it. Like I've tried to make it as easy as I can. I've tried to make it as convenient as I can. I just keep on, it's just something I'm just never consistent with. And I, you know, I love thinking about the person who I'm going to be or the person I'm becoming. Like that really is soothing. I find it to be a very soothing exercise. So I don't know why I still resist it on so many levels. It just doesn't add up to everything else that I'm doing in my life and why things that are 10 times harder get done but Ooh, okay. this particular thing you know it's not hard and I don't do it I mean they always say it's you know the thing it's easy to do but easy not to do and that's yeah. what I think I run into with it that I just I know I can do harder things I know I can do it just don't do it okay but so the desire is there you want to do it you can see the benefits yep yeah yeah like everything is pushing me to do it and then there's just i just walk past it i just don't do it do you think it's just there's a little bit of accountability that's missing from it leslie well yeah i could i mean accountability is definitely a driving force and i think like if i could just get it together i would see the benefit in a way that would make it I mean, I like, you know, just like all of it. I mean, a long time ago, you and I talked about cement. Like, I just need to cement in these habits. Like, they're good for a while, and then they're not cemented in. So, and I think that that's, to me, the definition of being naturally healthy is to, like, literally, it's so easy because, and there's so many things, like, when I started there, um, the analogy of there were so many more potholes and they were all deeper and now there's so many fewer and they're not as deep. So this yeah. is just one that has been consistently in my way and it hasn't shallowed and it hasn't, it is just there. And I just, you know, so all the other little ones, it's like, I wouldn't dream of doing some of the things I was doing before. So they're much shallower and many fewer potholes, but this one is sticky this pothole sticky, right, right, mm -hmm. right, right, right. So, okay, and when so because you said like when I make it really easy, then it doesn't feel like it like it's meaningless. So it seems mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. So that do you think that's like it's finding that balance between making it easy enough that you do it, but also making it meaningful, right? Because what I'll do is I'll just say, I don't have time for this. So I'm just going to write. I literally scribble like, yeah, have a good day to eat. Like, not, you know, like, you know what to eat. Boom. Like, <laughs> I mean, just like really not doing anything meaningful in the writing. So I will just skirt it and then I'll stop doing it because it becomes a little less meaningless, meaningful. So it's like, I'm not doing a great job at it anyway. So, mm. so I think that's the, that's the, that's the thing. So when it's meaningless the fact that you're doing it like that's still building the habit that's mm -hmm. keeping the habit alive leslie so even when you have a meaningless day when you do a really quick and dirty day 
that's like if you remember the tiny habits example from BJ Fogg, like Mm -hmm. he was just flossing one tooth, right? That is not Mm -hmm. going to give you good dental health, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Just writing down, you know what to eat. That is not like, yes, in one level it's meaningless. But the thing is that that keeps the habit alive. Mm -hmm. So, So you... You want this, Leslie. You want to be someone who's writes intent sets intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like 100%. literally, I think that's the one missing thing in the full circle of what I do. Is like I do. I'm just naturally good at prioritizing, focusing, getting things done. I yeah, like I'm really efficient, but. I know the days that I sit down and make a plan and really, I mean, and I have a to-do list going like, you know, 90% of the time, but, and sometimes I, my writing will end up being a bit of a to-do list. And then I talk about what I'm thinking intentionally. So like, I literally try to tether myself with my interest in writing down, capturing everything I need to do. So sometimes I'll start with something like that and add my intentions to that because that, sort of to-do listing is an anchor that that I'm trying to expand right, into adding right. those intentions. So, so do, is there every day, every day you're looking at your to-do list? Um, well, I think that a combination of those things would be strong. Like, you know, so if I miss that, I think if I had the intentionality pro- process down that I think the to-do list would get really locked in as well I think they go hand in hand like I'm either on you know and I have a mental like I'm very good mentally so like I you know like I was thinking about like how I don't meditate or I don't do some of those quiet slow down things that are things that I think would really be helpful to me but I also have a very prolific head so I can I keep it all together you know with ease actually yeah. So, but I feel like this is a habit that would slow down things for me, which is what I think would give me more clarity as I move through things. Okay. Okay. So I think it's it's like it's it's building that tiny habit, Leslie, and telling yourself I want this. So like when you when you're setting setting down mm-hmm. to write your like when you're when you're thinking about this habit, reminding yourself that I want this, I want to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And then oh, and and saying I'm better. Okay. It's better when it is. I want yeah. it. It's it, like I literally, yeah, just somehow yeah. can't nail it. But I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll keep. Yeah, on and also no, and also the other thing is like, so you're. I think the there's so there's 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 kind of two disconnects. One is that like you kind of have this lofty idea of what it looks like what it should be like and then when you are doing the quick version you're not giving yourself credit for it so you're just not giving yourself credit for doing the quick version so you act mm-hmm. yeah like, and i am and i do, do that understand habit. that it's it's like a little hold on the habit like i do understand that writing anything is better than writing nothing, nothing just yeah. opening your book is better than writing that no- i get yes. that yeah, but then it's sort of. I think if I keep on doing that, I kind of lose my. Like it's not helping very much if I keep on doing that. So um, yeah. So what I you want to? Yeah, it. yeah. So when you when you notice that it's just becoming. So first of all, build building that habit, 
And actually I would have like a star chart or something. So you like said doing a challenge for a month where you're going to do it every day for a month. And the minimum mm. requirement is that you write, I want to be intentional or I want this, like whatever you decide mm. your one sentence is. Mm-hmm. And being okay with it being tiny. Yeah. And then the accountability. You can you can all nudge me along here. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, like print out the yeah. um the well just start with like there's a daily practice star chart that's like yeah. Yeah, print mm-hmm. that out. So that's two weeks, 14 days of doing it every day. And then yeah. see how we do. See how you do. Yeah. Okay. Stay tuned. Okay. Amazing. So how does that feel? Nice. Does that feel good? Thanks. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just yeah. and doing it from this place of I want this. Like this is who I want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah? Okay. Amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay, gosh, people have been posting in the chat. This is great. <laughs> um, um, Tiny Wind, Judith said, refusing for the first time to host Thanksgiving for 30 plus people so I don't have to deal with the leftovers. Zero guilt. I love it. <laughs> so good. Um, Margaret saying, if I, so, Margaret said, if I, I find if I set intentions about what I'm going to eat, I don't stick to it, but I don't think about food all day or what I'm going to have for a snack, etc. So yeah, that's another thing. It's like, you don't necessarily stick to it, but what you, you end up eating is like, it's, you end up with a better day than if you didn't have a plan at all. That's much more succinct way that, than I said it. Um, okay. Emma's saying my tiny win awesome girls weekend aftermath just went for an awesome girls weekend and there was lots of food drink choices Friday after I set my set my intention to enjoy it Um, but here's the win when I got back the scales were up I am completely okay with that no negative self-talk or blame mental backlash this was very freeing yes go Emma amazing um yeah okay Rachel's saying I tie my daily practice with my work to-do list I've done the work list forever and it's grounding to write out every day and prioritize the day. Sometimes short, sometimes longer, um, the personal, sometimes just read the NHC principles and maybe pick one to write for the day. Brilliant. Love it. Keeping it simple. Rachel, thank you for sharing that. Okay. So let's, that was really good. Some really good coaching. Um, let's talk about your appetite and, um, uh, just organize my screen here. Um, so why we want to talk about appetites is that this is our body's natural way to regulate our food intake to match our needs, right? And this is like we have this system in build. And the thing is that it naturally ebbs and flows like from day to day. And we aren't robots. Like we don't need to be eating the exact same amount of calories every day. And that's part of one of the reasons why calorie counting and having that that restrictive diet mentality doesn't work is because that doesn't take into consideration the different like the variations that we have in our the natural variations that we have in our appetite and so what you're doing is when you're only allowing yourself a certain amount of calories and you're not able to listen to that then on days where you your appetite's naturally lower you're still eating your your excess calories and so you're eating more than you need and then on the days where your appetite's naturally less, no, when your appetite's naturally higher, you're still eating your excess calories. And then you're like having to willpower yourself because you're actually, your body actually wants more food on that day. But you're like, no, we've got to stick to these calories. And then of course, 
like that's not sustainable you can't do that maybe you can do it for a few days but you can't do it long term and so you're hungry and then you give in and then you feel like you're blowing it all and there's a whole mindset piece as well so it's important to understand our appetites and how how they how they ebb and flow because it helps get our brains on board with what we're doing here um and also just yeah like to have when we have more understanding it does make it easier to 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 go with flow and to listen to our bodies so what are the things that cause our appetite to increase so one of the things can be like diarrhea so if you're like if food's going straight through you <laughs> you're not absorbing what, what you're eating. And so, of course, you'll notice, like if you if you have some gastric upset, like you'll naturally be, will be hungrier because to because your body knows, hey, I didn't like, yes, the food went in my mouth, but did it get into my into my cells? No. And so you, your appetite will naturally be up. Um, so gut microbiome is another thing that can can increase appetites because there's if you've got you can have certain microbes that um some people like you can have certain microbes that are able to like absorb like eat like uh, digest the food like and get out more nutrients than our stomachs can so if you're you don't have that that if your microbiome doesn't have those types of bugs then that can mean that you your your appetite is increased because you're not getting as much food um much as much nutrition from the food that you're eating um Another thing that can cause your appetite to increase is lack of protein. And remember when we did like learned about prioritizing protein is that our bodies, we can, we store fat, we store carbohydrate, but we don't really store protein. So if your body's not getting enough protein, it's going to, even if you filled up the calorie bucket, your body's going to be making you hungry to get until it gets that protein satisfied so that's why you can be you can eat a lot of like you know big bowls of pasta and stuff and then still kind of be hungry because your body's like yeah hang on tools that there wasn't enough protein in that i still need protein so it's like make it increases not getting enough protein increases your appetite um not getting enough not having enough food at the previous meal can increase or the previous day increases your appetite like you'll notice if you have a day where you're like not eating a lot for some reason, then you'll naturally be hungrier. Um, having like too many carbs and insulin resistance that can cause you to actually have a um, an increased appetite as well because of the whole blood sugar um, roller coaster that happens there. Um, poor sleep can actually increase your appetite, and I notice this when I have insomnia that if I and the, and the reason for this is that when we're awake our bodies like just use more energy to be awake than we do when we're asleep so if you've had a night where you've been up most of the night then you've actually used more energy than normal just staying awake so that's why a day like your appetite will naturally be higher like you'll actually be hungrier after a day, night of poor sleep um, physical activity of course especially if you're doing a lot of cardio that increases your appetite um, and things like swimming, because um, when you're swimming, like your body temperature, like because you're, you're like using more energy to increase your body temperature in the water. Um, when you're growing, of course, that increases your appetite. So the kids um, body composition changes your appetite as well. So when you have more muscle that actually muscle requires more, um, more energy to 
to maintain as opposed to fat. So um, that when you've when you've got more muscle, you, that increases your appetite, like the, your need for food. Um, cold weather, because just keeping warmer increases your appetite. Um, stress, it's interesting. Stress is a tricky one. For some people, stress stimulates appetite. And for other people, stress um, stress actually decreases appetite. So that can be, and for some, like that can, depends on you and your you, the way you handle stress. Um, so negative emotions can increase our appetite because we've got that desire for, when I say increase appetite, we have like more of a desire for food if we've got a history of buffering and using food to soothe ourselves. Um, hormones, so just the, you know, particularly the the female the, the yeah female hormones like the sex hormones um particularly just prior to and you'll notice like throughout your menstrual cycle that um that that your appetite does change and just and generally like just prior to your period like we naturally have higher appetite um and then another one that can cause our appetite to increase is if we've got illness or medical conditions like that can then can can cause us to increase and then what causes our appetites to decrease, of course, is the opposite to all those things. So if you're constipated, you're naturally, you're getting more energy from each mouthful that you bite, like the, that you eat. So that, that will slow, that will decrease your appetite. Um, if you've got that gut microbiome where it's um, the microbes are making the nutrients more available, that will decrease your appetite. Getting enough protein. Um, if you had a big meal, if you had a big weekend, if you had a big feast, like the feel, amount of food that you ate at the previous meal or the previous day that you'll naturally notice the next day you're like yeah not so hungry like that de definitely happened to me on the weekends I had a big meal and had a big meal on Sunday and then yet naturally my appetite on Monday is, is less and I eat a lot less on Mondays and it all balances out um eating low carb and um you know having stable blood sugar will decrease your appetite um, taking diabetes meds can decrease your appetite as well. Getting good sleep decreases your appetite, being less physically active. Um, the aging process itself, just as we age, it decreases our appetite, although it does increase our need for protein as we age. Um, so uh, warm weather, like you'll notice that you're naturally your appetite when you're like when in summer is less than during like colder weather stress as i mentioned before for some people just they don't think about food um, when they're stressed um, hormones can like decrease your appetite so going through menopause and then there can also be you know some medical conditions that can do that and the thing with appetite is just to um remember that like it's okay to like um eat when you're not hungry like and that yes, it, it would be great if we lived in a cave and we only ate when we were hungry and we stopped eating when we were full. But modern life, just you know, being that just the way our lives are set up, that sometimes that's not not appropriate. And it's also if you're only waiting till you're hungry, then when you are hungry, you may not have access to food. So it's okay to to have. I think it's actually better to have a regular meal schedule. And give your body the opportunity to eat but if your body's not that hungry you like you you'll naturally when you're listening to your body you'll naturally adjust the amount accordingly um so that's it and we didn't okay so just notice the time so if you do need to go please do um and what what 
what we didn't get to is our Thanksgiving plan. <laughs> um, so with that, just the thing is, it's just the same as your daily practice. It's just thinking through, like, how do I want this to go? And maybe like your, your feast, maybe your Thanksgiving plan is, I just want to eat like how I normally eat for Thanksgiving and just create, totally go mental. And that's my plan. Like that's my intention. And you, I want you to feel good about that. Or maybe it's like, you want to like, and if you normally snack and pick when you're cooking, maybe like you want to this time you know, be intentional. So you're not picking when you're cooking. So when you sit down to the meal, or maybe it's like you're going, you are going to listen to your body and you're not going to overeat. Like it doesn't matter what your intention is, but all, all we want you to do is like, set that intention, decide how you want it to go, decide how much you want to drink and then be like, whatever happens, be kind to yourself. Like you can't, because there is no failing, only learning. So you're either going to like set your intention, you're going to feel good about your choices or you're going to learn something. So either way, like there's nothing to, like, nothing to worry about basically. Um, yeah. So that's it for the, the um, for this week. So in terms of and next week we're going to be talking about radically smaller dinners but yeah the key thing with thanksgiving is i want you to enjoy it like just have fun um you know enjoy all whatever you, you normally enjoy it have fun looking forward to it and if you for those of you that aren't celebrating thanksgiving like whatever you've got coming up this week have fun enjoy it remember that that's a key part of being naturally healthy Okay, so we might wrap up there unless does anyone have any questions or thoughts or worries before we go? No, we're good. Fantastic. Okay, well, have a great, great week, everyone. And I look forward to, to seeing you guys next week. Okay, bye.